So the K-Town Connects can come down there, set up a tent for 28 bucks? I don't know. I don't know if we'll uh, you guys okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it has to be entertainment. <laughs> if you're looking for a place to relax and enjoy a drink while watching the big game, stop on by at Blue Collar Tavern, located at 2627 63rd Street. Blue Collar Tavern is your neighborhood dive bar offering up cheap beer, plenty of character, and excellent customer service. Stop on by and enjoy a cold one while you shoot some pool, play some darts, or just sit at the bar and enjoy good conversation. Blue Collar Tavern, 2627 63rd Street. For a great selection of beers, whiskeys, and gins, to their famous burgers and gourmet mac and cheese, Captain Mike's is a place to visit for your next dinner or drink. Jeanette and Mick Kelly took over as new owners of this local hotspot located at 5118 6th Avenue in downtown Kenosha, and they've made some great improvements while keeping the special things that Kenosha knows and loves. Captain Mike's opens weekdays at 11 a.m. and come on in early Saturdays and Sundays for their delicious brunch specials from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. For more, follow them on Facebook and visit their website at captainmikespub.com. Since founded in 2003 by Ray Forgiani, the Kenosha Harbor Market has not only been a huge success in our great community, but also regionally, as they offer organic vegetables, meats, ethnic products, flowers, handcrafted items, live entertainment, and more. With the passing of Ray in late 2020, his daughter has now taken over the reins and will lead the Kenosha Harbor Market to even more success. Today on the K-Town Connects podcast, we connect with the new executive director and one of the newest board members, Andrea Forgiani and Gary Schiesberger. Butchered that. It's all right. Cue that music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the number one podcast in Kenosha, the K-Town Connects podcast. Who says it's number one? I do. Number one in your heart? Always. All right, all right. And so are you. How are you doing today, Jason? I'm great, Donnie. How are you? Uh, couldn't be better. Very excited about these two guests we have in here today. I can't wait to go to the market and get me some produce and oh, some flowers. Yep. And I, I cannot wait. It's so much fun on a nice summer day going to the market, walking around, seeing all the great things that the Kenosha Harbor Market has to offer. Mm-hmm. Well, wanted to let everybody know we are recording at Luigi's Pizza Kitchen, located at 7531. 39th Avenue. They are open Tuesday through Sunday. What's that number, Gary? 694-6565. I remember it since I was 12. <laughs> Luigi's is always number one. <laughs> uh, you can order online and view their full menu at luigispizzakitchen.com. So order those pizza pies. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Drop it! Drop us a review and tell your friends about the hottest podcast in town, K-Town Connects. Check out our website at ktownconnects.com for a great photo gallery, all our past episodes, links to all this other great stuff, and more. Yes, speaking of links at our website, you can join patreon.com. This episode is going to be originally posted on patreon.com, and if you're a subscriber, you can get the episode early. So become a supporter starting as low as $2 a month. Visit patreon.com slash ktownconnects. you find a lot of bonus material, cutting room floor stuff. We have to thank our recent supporter, Heather Osterlund. Oh, Thanks for signing on. We yes. appreciate your support. Thank you for that. Hey, Jason, do you want to wear our logo on your head or on your chest? Yes, please. Well, check out our merchandise store, courtesy of The Lettering Machine. For all your embroidery and print needs, contact The Lettering Machine. They are located at 720 50th Street. And, you know, for your exclusive K-Town Connects merch, go to their store at thelettermachine.com or you can find it at ktownconnects.com. And I am wearing one of our shirts right now. Ooh, with our faces on it. Yes. Look at that. That's it's a like, great drawing wow. by Donovan Shearer of yes. Studio Moonfall he did. Yes. Awesome. It's like going to see 
your favorite band and wearing that T-shirt to the show. <laughs> We'd also like to thank our other sponsors. We have a Blue Collar Tavern at 2627 63rd Street. We also have Captain Mike's, 5118 6th Avenue. We also have Union Park Tavern, 4520 8th Avenue. Our good friend Sir and AJ at Lucci's Grandview, 6929 39th Avenue. And the Pine Blossom, 5925 6th Avenue A. Don't want to forget about Lou Prini's Gash and Grocery, 5145 Sheridan Road. Yeah, they finally give us the free water now. Yes, I, we really appreciate After begging that. and begging yep. and plugging and plugging, they finally... <laughs> they caved. They <laughs> caved to the success of the K-Town Connects podcast. <laughs> well, welcome, Andrea and Gary. How are you guys doing today? Great. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's it's an honor. We are doing wonderfully. We are <laughs> working hard. We had a break away from uh, preparing for the uh, new season of the market, which is when, Donnie? I believe it's May 8th. May 8th. May 8th. <laughs> Thank you. And it's going to run all the way till October 30th. So that's great. That is fantastic. So we're just going to kind of get to know you a little bit, and then we'll then we'll dive deep into the harbor market stuff. Oh, yeah. Can't yeah, wait. We're going to dive real deep. So, Andrea, did you grow up in Kenosha? I did. Born and raised in Kenosha. Ooh. Yeah. Elementary school, junior high, high school here. Uh, what side of the city did you grow up on? I grew up over near Jeffrey Elementary. Oh, Jeffrey. I went mm-hmm. to Jeffrey. I did, did too. You? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. The Jeffrey oh. Gremlins. Oh, is that what we were? Mm-hmm. I believe so, yeah. Uh, when I was there, we were probably not that. But no. Like, okay. When I was in elementary school, we didn't have a mascot. Yeah. I don't know, maybe you too. Oh, you're just too old, huh? Yeah, I went to Curtis, a strange school. Mm, that sounds strange. <laughs> so what was it like growing up in Kenosha? Then? Did you enjoy? What, what were the things that you did? Oh, goodness. Um, first of all, I have a younger sister, so we spent a lot of time together. I also have cousins I grew up with oh. in Kenosha. It's a large Italian family yes, on, yes. on my mom's side. My dad was an only child. So lots of summers spent at my grandparents' house and my grandmother's house, festivals, Kenosha's known for those church festivals. <laughs> yeah. Boy, oh boy, I got in trouble at those a lot. Over What's the your mom's maiden name? My mom's maiden name is Chapata. Okay. That's another well-known Kenosha name. Very common, yes. <laughs> yeah. You're like a celebrity here. No. You're like the biggest star we've had on the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, growing up, uh, you, you said you went to Jeffrey and all that. Did you just start there? You, First grade and all that good stuff? Or? I went to Jeffrey from kindergarten through third grade. Okay. And then after that, oh. Roosevelt Elementary. Oh, this good part old of a magnet Roosevelt. program. Oh, that yeah. actually happened to me as well. No way. I went to Jeffrey <laughs> through fifth grade and they put me up a grade. Oh. Mostly because I was a bit of a problem. Oh, uh, you, Gary. No. Uh, and <laughs> then I went to Roosevelt and uh, yeah, there you go. So we have the exact same trajectory. Look at that, Andrea. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. No wonder why you got on the board. Uh, see, there you go. <laughs> Shared experience. <laughs> um, so what were your parents like growing up? What was that like? Well, my dad uh, was a, a civil servant, a city employee the entire time I grew, to, grew up. Um, so he did spend a lot of time at work and in evening meetings and whatnot. So it was a lot of my mom's responsibility to you know, take care of the kids in the house. But they were both very supportive um, hands-on parents, you know, parent-teacher <laughs> conferences, you know, going on field trips, you know, Girl Scout activities. I remember my dad once took me to a Girl Scout prom oh, in, oh. in late elementary school. That was a riot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give us a little of these details. Oh, <laughs> that one's not too interesting. Ah. It, was, well, it, I, it, it seemed interesting because we're on audio, not video, but when Andrea said prom, she made the air quotes. So <laughs> True, but prom is more of a high school thing. This Correct. was elementary school, and it was just very, very, very awkward. You know, I don't want to dance with my dad in elementary school. Who wants to be right. like you dancing with your mom in elementary school? That'd be fun. Was it like a daddy and me event, or was yeah. he like, okay, so there's daddy other daughter. dads there? Yeah. He wasn't like your date then? N- no. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Because that would have been a little embarrassing then. Because you had the guys probably lined up. And you were like, no, I'm bringing my dad. You guys, um, he's going gonna- to. I was a nerd all the way through school. Oh. Thick glasses that got only thicker through college. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which right. I might add, um, UW-Madison, also my father's alma mater. Oh. And um, one, of the, one of the best bargains in colleges in the state. Yeah. Yeah, that is. I remember writing my first tuition check for $1,800. 
Wow. Now what is it? I don't know. <laughs> that comma's moved somewhere yeah, right? else. Yeah. Uh, that that comma has moved down the line. <laughs> All right. So then you went to Jeffrey. What high school did you end up going to? Tremper. Ooh, Tremper. I went there as well for a little as bit. As did I. All right. Mm-hmm. What did you did you enjoy going to Tremper? I did. Actually, uh, one of my favorite teachers of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, I have two favorite teachers. One was an elementary school teacher, Marge Meyer, who is actually one of our vendors for this oh, season. She's nice. the owner of Revision Gallery. Oh, yes. She is a, she is a very awesome. nice lady. And I reconnected with her. We chat on Facebook. She really wants to meet my kids. Oh, she's a, she's an avid <laughs> golfer. I didn't know that. Yes, yes. I didn't know she was at Tremper. What did she do there? She She's not at Tremper. What? She was an elementary school yeah. teacher oh, okay. of mine. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. No, no, no. She, she was amazing. She was one of yeah. my, my first teachers who actually um, cared. Right. You always remember those. E- engaged. Mm-hmm. I, I think to some extent all the teachers care, but she engaged, like saw each child individually mm-hmm. with their own gifts and talents and potential and did her darndest to bring that out in every single kid. How would your classmates from high school remember you? <laughs> the nerd. I was the editor oh. of the yearbook. I was <laughs> I was in band in junior high. That doesn't sound nerdy. <laughs> oh, I was a mathlete in junior high. Okay, now, that, that's now a little you're bit nerdy, bit, and right? you know, no contacts at that point. I had very thick glasses, so. I'm going to play their role for a second because they didn't let you say who your favorite high school oh. teacher was. Ah. Thank you. The late, great Terry Lawler Yes, was my high well. school English teacher senior year. He, I know he was involved in Lakeside Players for a while, and he's been gone for, I think, a decade now. But he, if anyone, any students out there who had him as a teacher know what I, I mean when I say he was very blunt and direct. But he really knew how to get through to all of the students. I don't remember him because when I went to Tremper, I only went there for about a year. Then I got asked to leave. Oh, I was a bad boy. Well, you know that, Gary. You know I got kicked out of Jeffrey. Oh. So I mean, <laughs> oh boy, you started early. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> now, Mr. Lawler, and I still call him that. He was very intimidating, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention another high school teacher. My pre-calculus teacher, Charles Short. I still call him Mr. Short. Oh. And he said, no, it's Charles now, and I still can't do it. <laughs> still can't. Well, it's, it's kind of, you're still showing that respect. You know, yeah. That's a good thing. So what do you think has changed in Kenosha? You grew up in Kenosha. I mean, it's years later. You're an adult now. What do you think has changed? Is, is the city better than it was then? Or what is your take on, the, on Kenosha nowadays? I like to think it's evolved. It's definitely not the Kenosha that we grew up in. You know, auto manufacturing plants are are gone, including the one downtown where Harbor Market exists, including the one over on 52nd Street, all gone. And those places are now being regentrified, channeling my dad a little bit here, (laughs) into housing developments and mixed-use developments and public land. So I think that's one of the biggest changes Mm -hmm. that comes to my mind between what Kenosha was like in the 80s when I grew up and now. Do you like it better? I like a lot of aspects of it better. Definitely the lakefront is a lot more scenic. I I go down there at least once a week to to just very long walk. Just soak it all in. Exactly. And especially on summer days, it's um, there's no better place to be. All right. So you graduated Tremper and then you went off to college. What were you studying? This is interesting. I, I continued to be a nerd in college, which I'm sure is shocking to everyone in the room. <laughs> she says nerd, but when she says this, you're going to go, she's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read the bio. <laughs> uh, I have a degree in molecular biology from UW-Madison. So is that your plan to study that when you were in high school? Is that what you were looking to do? I was actually pre-med in, in college. Kind of shifted gears with that and went more to, towards the research front and did some stem cell research post-graduate from my my bachelor's degree, but it was always going to be in the sciences, in biology. And at that time, Madison did not offer a general biology major. So I, you know, looking through the course catalog, what looks interesting? And, you know, my dad actually pointed out molecular biology. This is the stuff you like. (laughs) And and thus became my degree. Wow. Very nice. So you finished that, you graduated there, and then you decided to Go to Parkside? Or what happened here? You said, I need more. I got to learn more. 
<laughs> well, after after my stint in Madison, I came back to the Milwaukee area and worked for a couple of years at the medical college. Mm-hmm. Did some research in a cardiovascular research lab studying blood pressure medications and ACE inhibitors. Oh, wow. Yes, fascinating. <laughs> it, but I, I found that that wasn't a direct way to help people. And I realize it might sound a little bit corny, but the whole reason I wanted to go into medicine and biology and now nonprofits is because I have that I want to help people mentality. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be spending time and energy away from my family, I wanted to mean something. I wanted to, to end every day making the world a little bit of a better place. Very touching. I like that. <laughs> so then you went to Parkside. What was the, what made you do that? Parkside was a nine-month program. Mm-hmm. It's a certificate in nonprofit leadership. I actually did the entire program while pregnant with my son. Oh, wow. So there were a lot of bathroom breaks involved <laughs> in, in that course. But it was absolutely fascinating. Speakers, including Guida Brown from the Hope Council, I remember her. Fascinating speakers, content that I use to this day. So was this like shortly after... Madison, you went to Parkside, or was this like an extended period of time afterwards? It was a little bit of time afterwards. Okay. Parkside would have been in fall 2015 to spring 2016. Okay. All right. That's recently to old people like me. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it feels just like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, right? What kind of job did you get then? You decided to quit being a biologist, right? And you're like, ah, this is not for me. I was already done with with the the bench research at that point. I was already working in the nonprofit sector at the Racine Symphony, doing everything from project management and then became their their development coordinator, writing grants, helping with fundraisers and communications, press releases. And I worked there up until... Yeah, you were there like 10 years or something? Almost. Wow. Yeah. You must have really loved it. I did. It was a wonderful place to work with my first mentor in the field, Bonnie Prohaska. Hi, Bonnie. <laughs> she she provided a place for me to grow and find myself and also was supportive to me in my growing role as a mom. So all around fantastic person. So those years working there, did you then you decide to kind of help out at the market? So you're kind of doing both? I was. I was doing some freelance work with the market, which became more of a volunteer role mm-hmm. <laughs> more recently. And what was that like working with your dad? We were like, oh. <laughs> uh, I actually worked not with him oh. on purpose. Ah, there you go. <laughs> it, it, it seemed prudent for many reasons. <laughs> As anyone who's ever spoken with him knows, he had a very strong personality. So then, you, you know, you're, you're at the market for about, you were Past seven years, you've been kind Roughly. of helping out. Yep. So take me back to that first day working for the market, and your dad's are you like, stay away from me? I want to do my own thing. Or was <laughs> it kind of was it nice to be together working on something that you both were so passionate about? It, it was a mixed bag of things because he could he could always be very intense in what he did, and you know, market no exception because that was his his big project right. post retirement from the city. It was what kept him going, I think that, and his Mm -hmm. grandkids. But it was a a wonderful experience watching him do the work that he loved and provided a whole lot of inspiration. And at the same time, being very thankful that I did work with others on the board who also had a great deal to offer Mm -hmm. in terms of teaching and from their experience. I mean, it's really expanded from, you know, from that first time in, in 2003, I think there was, I think uh, Beth Derry was saying there was 18 vendors to start off with or something <laughs> like that. Something like I that. I mean, that's, I mean, wow, what a great job just building that up to what it is today. Well, I think with that, we're going to take our first break and we're going to come back and we're going to dig deep on this new season starting May 8th at the Kenosha Harbor Market. Union Park Tavern has it all. Great food, great drinks, the best Friday fish fry around, live entertainment almost every day. Stop by and see for yourself. Union Park Tavern, located at 4528th Avenue. That's Union Park Tavern. Lucci's Grandview. Check out this family-owned and operated bar. Lucci's Grandview, located at 6929 39th Avenue. Come on in and unwind with a drink. For your entertainment, they have bar games, food, live music, bingo, and more. The brother and sister team of Sarah and AJ Lucci look forward to serving you up some memories at Lucci's Grandview. And we're back from that great break. Great sponsors we have there. And uh, speaking of sponsors, keep an eye out on social media for our next big giveaway sponsored by these great local businesses. Frank's Diner, 
Faded Barbershop for Men and Lulu Birds. And if you follow us on social media, which you better, you've seen our numerous <laughs> giveaways we've done. We have another one coming up real soon. And we're also putting together a big one for the end of season two. So big. And this one will not just be for people on social media. Anyone can just click on a right. Facebook link. Nope. This big raffle will be exclusive for our listeners only. Yep. If you're listening, you're eligible. We're not going to be promoting this on Facebook one bit. Mm-hmm. Just by listening, you are eligible. Drop us a line at ktownconnects at yahoo.com with the subject line raffle. Don't worry. We're not going to be sending you any crap email or sell your email to anybody. Drop us a line. You'll be entered in the giveaway, which will be held at the end of Season 2 yeah. uh, in late June yeah, sometime. Yeah, in June, beginning of July. It's we'll do that on Facebook Live probably, and people will be like, What's this? Well, you should have been listening. Yep. You got to listen to the number one podcast, the K-Town Connects podcast. We get a lot of social media interaction, Mm -hmm. but, you know, we need more of those people to actually listen. Right. The people who care about what's going on and what's happening. We got some great stuff in this. So we got got some great merch. We got K-Town Connects Mm t-shirt and a hoodie and some gift shorts for everywhere, pretty much. Frank Steiner, Faded Faded Barbershop for Men, Lulu Birds, Pine Blossom, Union Park Tavern. We got that great mug that Lemon Street donated to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Vallejo's brought us a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. We got all kinds of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're here with Andrea and Gary from the Kenosha Harbor Market, the <laughs> number one market. That's in right, the Kenosha's town. original Harbor yes, Market. You bet. Yes. Well, you guys can find more information at the KenoshaHarborMarket.com. They're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Not so much on Twitter, mostly Facebook. We don't do Twitter very much either. And kinda... just to make sure, it's KenoshaHarborMarket.com, not the KenoshaHarborMarket.com. Kenosha In case Har- some people heard your the and thought that was part of the address. KenoshaHarborMarket.com. Does anyone actually punch in the address anymore? It's just Google stuff. and just, Okay, there it is. Yeah, Click. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, you can find the Harbor Market starting May 8th till October 30th on 2nd Avenue and 56th Street in beautiful downtown Kenosha. They're going to be open every Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., rain or shine. Starting May 8th. Yes, May 8th until October 3rd. I'm sorry, what day was that again? I believe May 8th. There you go. Which you're listening to this episode when it comes out, it'll be next Saturday. Yeah, so get on down to the Kenosha Harbor Market. Are you guys going to be there first day, right? You bet. All right. Absolutely. Perfect. And second day and yeah, the entire season. <laughs> Where else are they going right? to be? Hang out? Yeah. Hiding in a local bar? I don't know, maybe you hide it out in the museum or something? I, don't <laughs> know. I mean, that's one of the things about being on, that's one of the things about being on the board that, that appealed to me was the idea of being able to go down there and help, mm-hmm. being able to go down there and kind of be a rover and work and do things and get tugged on to do, you know, so that'll be uh, extremely enjoyable. So, uh, Andrea, you recently took over as executive director. Um, what has been some of the biggest challenges so far before the season even begins? Well, there, there, there were a couple. I think the obvious one is how to run a market during mm-hmm. when, when we're still dealing with COVID. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not the same as it was last year because of the vaccine and, and the availability of that and the, the number of people in Wisconsin who have been vaccinated. See, a little bit of my nerd came out here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and also... Trying to convey that this never has been and never will be one person's market. Kenosha Harbor Market belongs to the community. It always has and it always will. Yeah, and and I want to add one thing to that, and that is Andrea gets cited a lot as Ray's daughter. And mm-hmm. she absolutely is proudly, unquestionably Ray's daughter. But that's not the period to her sentence. There you right? go. I she like is, that, Gary. She is carrying on the vision that her father had for the market for sure, but she has her own vision for the market as well. Oh, we're going to get into that. And, oh. Right. And that's what you guys are going to tap into now. So it is a mistake to color Andrea completely with only the Ray Forgiani crayon because there's more to her than that. That is an absolute essence of who she is, but there's more to her than that. She has her own ideas and her own vast experience that she's bringing to bear on what we're doing, and it's it, it's exciting. Truly, it is. <laughs> so, Andrea, I have to ask, your dad passed last September, hmm? and you know after you took care of the, the things you had to take care of, did you have it in your mind already that you were going to take this over, that you were going to keep this going? Or did it take some talking into it? Or did it take a little pressure from others to kind of get you involved? Or At the time, it was such an emotional situation mm-hmm. that work and anything even remotely work-related didn't cross my mind. It was taking care of my kids yeah. who had just been through a trauma. 
Hmm. and making sure that my mom was okay. Mm -hmm. The thought did not cross my mind. At one point, I was invited to serve on the board. I was like, oh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I will do that. It was literally a few days after he passed when I was invited to join the board. And that that I thought that was the most wonderful thing that, that I could do to honor him and to, to help influence and help the organization succeed. And shortly after that, I was approached by the board to serve in the role as executive director, which is basically what he did without mm -hmm. that title. Mm -hmm. I thought about it. Really thought about it. Yeah, how long? How long did you think about it for? About a week. Mm -hmm. It's it's a big decision. Yeah. Um, it affects a lot of things. I wanted to make sure all the, the the key players in my life were comfortable with it because that kind of role it doesn't just affect me. It affects everyone mm -hmm. in my sphere. Well, how do you deal with the pressure now? I mean, you have a lot to live up to, so to speak. Um, how are you handling it? I am actually doing well with that. I have an excellent support system. Mm -hmm. uh, my great mom, board member. A great board member. My, bo <laughs> my board, I, I call them my board. Our board <laughs> is full of volunteers with an amazing wealth of knowledge and experience. Everyone from Linda, who is a nurse right. and provides a lot of... Oh, Linda Ruffalo. Linda Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Yep. Very, very wonderful lady. Christine, our board president. She's, she's very in tune with the community. Gary, mm -hmm. who, who I, I really enjoy working with. Oh, you know, you. now so we're, we're in the same room. We always had a lot of good phone and Zoom conversations. <laughs> That's right. Or I could catch you on Messenger or, yes. or wherever. She was, knows the best yeah. way to find me if she wants to find me quickly <laughs> isn't text, isn't phone call, isn't email. Get me on Facebook. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she figured that. That's how smart she is. Ah, she figured that out. Now early. I figured it out. Yeah. So I'm going to be bombarding you. There you go. <laughs> um, and John Collins is also involved. Is he a board member as well? He's a big fan of the Kate Town Connects podcast. Well, he's a big fan, but he's going to be on the show. He's yeah, a future guest. He's coming ah, in a couple yes. weeks. So. John is. He's our, our board vice president, mm -hmm. and he lives very close to Harbor Market. And he's been involved for quite a while, right? I want to say about a year. Oh, okay. Is there any dirt on him that you can share with us? We can dig, bring up to him when he comes on the show? <laughs> we'll talk after. All right. All right. <laughs> and then uh, Rex Davenport is part of the board as well. He's been there for he's, a long time. Rex is not on the board. Oh, so he's just yeah. kind of helping out a little bit here and there? Or? With a little bit here He's and always there. dipping in something in Kenosha. He's, he's great for the community. Yeah, he is. Because he's part of the board of Lemon Street with me. I've heard. So, yeah. It's a very small world. Yes, it really is. He's one of my favorite people ever. If I could elaborate on the previous one, <laughs> yeah. my support network is is professionally with the board and obviously personally. You know, I have two small children, mm -hmm. four and two. My husband now has more of a flexible work schedule, nice. so which allowed me to come down here today. Hopefully the house is still standing when I get home. <laughs> uh, my, but my mom has been a godsend. She watches the kids the other days of the week. She And if anyone, any of my Facebook friends I was gonna say, see my pictures. Good looking food that you eat. Um, she literally yes. will drop the kids off with a pan of freshly prepared food and it's still hot. Um, all right. So what can people expect each week from the Kenosha Harbor Market? You can expect the diverse array of vendors that you've known mm -hmm. since 2003. We, we have, we're going to have an amazing produce lineup. Some new, okay. so, some I'm not going to say yet because oh. it'll be a big reveal. Lots of very fascinating ones Ooh, that you see? wouldn't. She's learned PR really well. Yeah, you trained her well <laughs> she knows Gary. how to hold that back until we're going to reveal. Lots of produce. Um, and our soap vendors will be back too. Oh, very nice. Um, all of these were considered essential vendors last year. So yes, they will continue meat, dairy products, other proteins. That those will all be there. But we are absolutely thrilled to be able to welcome back our, our artisan and craft vendors. Yeah. So we, we have, I, I alluded to Marge Meyer Revision mm -hmm. Gallery, several arts and craft vendors, new, oh, some new, some new it. faces, and and oh, I think I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. This is a, if it's what I think Andrea is going to say. This is an exclusive. Oh my goodness, give it to the K-Town Connects podcast. This is an exclusive K-Town Connects podcast. <laughs> Never spoken before outside of our board meetings, Ooh. but we are also welcoming back this year. You tell it, Gary. We are welcoming back this year our nonprofit vendors. Oh. So those folks who get free booth space who can come in. And so in addition to what you can buy uh, from vendors, you can get 
information. You can get, uh, you know, about all of these. And I don't know exactly all the ones that we've got on the list. You know those, but we've got several nonprofit already signed up. We've got several of these already signed up, right? Can you we give do. us a little idea? Some of these people? Some of oh, I don't want to give away anything. No. Oh, Not I guess they yet. got there's, there's a limit to the, to no. how many exclusives right, 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 we can right, right. get. Okay. There's going to be nonprofit vendors come to the market on what day? May 8th. Beginning May 8th. And you Next can Saturday. see some of those non profit vendors back again another sign right another sign that things are returning to some sense of normalcy and i like that I'm very thing. excited and adding to that adding to the exclusive we're going to have the entertainment back nice. so i believe we already have all the musicians booked Ooh, or yeah. close to it who you got who you got who you got I, you know I'm not going to say uh, anything, but I, I will say we have the Bookmobile coming oh. starting from week one. Oh, cool. Oh, very we nice. We have them, and the Blood Center will be back. Well, oh. not be back. I don't think they've actually ever been to Harbor Market. Oh. But mm-hmm. they'll be there for four Saturdays. Wow, that's great. Awesome. So. And you know, do your shopping, eat some good food, and then go donate. There not you go. not in the reverse order. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. And <laughs> the schedule of what entertainment's going to be there. Look to our Facebook page. Look to our website. Those things will be available. So if you stay plugged in at KenoshaHarborMarket.com, you can see some of those stuff. Find us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. We'll have that information available there. So while we can't spill the beans now, <laughs> beans will be spilled abundantly Ooh, I love on social media and on the well. web. <laughs> so, Andrea, is this your full-time gig then, just doing this, or do you do other? Do you have another job? <laughs> I mean, I know, not counting being a mom. I okay, know that's, that, that's a, quite the philosophical question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's it's a part-time job. Okay, okay. Sometimes it feels like full-time. Especially when the season's just kicking off like this now. Right, mm. but when you do what you love, it doesn't really feel like a job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I can say as a member of the board, which in some way I guess that makes us your boss, right? It the does. Yeah. You're so, fired. But one of the things that we do every board meeting is Andrea does an executive director's report. And she indicates, she said part-time job, and she indicates how many hours she's worked. Okay, technically speaking, she's usually under what most people would consider a full-time <laughs> job. But let me tell you, it is a thin crust pizza distance between uh, <laughs> full-time job and part-time job with all of the hours that she's putting in, all of the energy beyond the hours, all the energy and the expertise that she brings to all kinds of different areas of what we're doing. All right. Um, besides COVID restrictions, you, you're obviously going to have a few of them. Will the market look any different or will it always just keep the look that it had? Any Changes your well, She said she's going to bring her own flair to it. So I'm kind of yeah, interested so, in what yeah. kind of flair this is. <laughs> well, obviously the safety procedures will be in place due to COVID. And I think everyone understands that, that, that for, at least for the time being, we have to have it. But we're going to keep the same general feel of the market, which is the lined up white tents, the music interspersed within the tents, the diversification of the vendors. But Adding on that a little bit, we are expanding a bit of our reach in the community with an incubator kitchen. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is, this is, that, it's been announced already, but it that's is. huge news. It is huge news. And what is that? Can you go and, it is called the Kenosha Incubator Community Kitchen. It can be found at thekick.org. Okay. What it is, is a licensed commercial kitchen run by professional kitchen managers operated by Kenosha Common Markets, which operates Kenosha Harbor Market. And it's a play, an affordable place where vendors who are just starting out and making their food products or, or looking to expand in their food product production, where they can rent some space and do what they need to do to expand, grow, and help their business thrive. And it was one of the visions that my dad had as, as part of our mission is to help those small businesses grow and thrive. Now, with these uh, vendors coming in there, is there a certain time they can come in? Do they have a key to the place? They can cook it up whenever they want, or is it just just for... There will definitely be keys involved. Mm -hmm. We're going to occupy it uh, in mid-April, which I realize will be prior to when this broadcast airs. Keys definitely be involved. Uh, business hours. We expect to actually have a full house and be able to help several businesses. And you have to you have to be vending at the Harbor Market to be part of this, correct? I couldn't just say, "Hey, give me some space. I'm going to start making some pizza pies." <laughs> you could try saying that. I don't think you get very I far. Am, but um, <laughs> no preference will be given to Harbor Market mm-hmm. vendors, okay. and if there is any space 
in the kitchen time-wise after that, then we would open it up to the broader Kenosha community. And I where is this going to be located? It is at the Unity Lodge on Washington Road. Okay. We leased right. out that commercial kitchen space. So we're, we're helping them okay, with cool. some much-needed income, helping our vendors. All right. Uh, speaking of vendors, then how, how do you guys get these vendors? How do they apply and what goes through the process of letting them in? You just don't let anybody in, right? <laughs> no, we, we don't just let anybody in. There is an online application at KenoshaHarborMarket.com, and that is the only way to apply. We don't do paper applications. We have a, an online mm-hmm. system for vendor management. Still getting the hang of that one a little mm-hmm. bit. It's not too difficult. Uh, anyone who is interested, I encourage you to read the information for vendors on our website prior to applying. There is a lot of invaluable information there. Okay. Do they have to have a white tent? They do, unless there's a waiver granted by the board. Oh, wow. So no blue tents, huh? Unless there's a waiver granted by the board. <laughs> That's it. Stick to your talking uh, point. Excellent. It, it goes to the uniformity of the look with yeah, the lined right. up white tents. I don't know if anyone has seen that the drone shots of the mm-hmm, market yes. with just the lined up white tents. It it's, it's just stunning. Mm-hmm. So then do these vendors go in front of the board and you guys are testing this food out and product like okay i wish (laughs) (laughs) with covid that makes it a little bit impossible uh what it is we we look at pictures pictures that they submit and they Mm -hmm. also provide website and facebook pages occasionally it will be a conversation vendors that have been with us for a while it's it's a much easier decision grandfathered in almost right uh we, we have had vendors reach out to us out of the blue that have been just found us They've heard of us in the Chicagoland area. They wanted to grow their business and and reach into Wisconsin. Other vendors have referred new vendors to us just because of the experience that they have had even in the past few months. A new recruit recruited a new recruit. (laughs) So, yeah. And these are some amazing products. And speaking of vendors, one of the things that impressed me the most as I was uh, kind of exploring, you know, thinking about uh, joining the board was a line in, in some of the background material I was given. And that was that about 10 people who started as vendors have been able to start businesses because of their experience with the harbor market. That is, I mean, talk about, to Andrea's point earlier with that uh, gentleman that she talked about, making, not just feeding your family, as important as that is, but making your dreams come true. You started a business and it started through being part of the harbor market. That well, I is think great. We have an example of. right here on Donnie's t-shirt uh, by Donovan of Studio mm-hmm. Moonfall. He got his start there mm-hmm. as a vendor. Mm-hmm. And, and now he has his own shop right down and there. And now you guys have the uh, the Fontan Blue Grill Cheese coming in, and he's looking to start up a, a, a shop as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll, you know, help him out right there. Yeah. Yes, Blue Popper will be joining yes, us. Yes, that should be very interesting. So when you guys launch next Saturday, May 8th, do you have a number of how many vendors you're going to have available? We're, I'm actually getting more applications, several, <laughs> several of them a week, if not every day. Wow, okay. So I can't give you a number, and even if I had one, you, you know my answer by now. <laughs> I'm not gonna, It'll be out of date by the time yeah. the podcast airs anyway. Yeah. Do you have a cap where you're going to be like, okay, that's, we can't take any more. This is, has to be it. Or are you, <laughs> are you just going to keep on like going down the streets if you have to and lining them up? We will expand as much as space permits. Okay. Uh, we are obviously limited in terms of how many vendors we can fit in because of we, we do have to enforce a 10-foot spacing rule this okay. year, at least at the beginning. We'll, we'll see how the, the season and the pandemic progresses. But obviously, you, you can not you can fit half as many people in that, that same right. space as before. Mm-hmm. But we'll have some exciting news as opening day gets Ooh. closer in regards to that. We got exciting news coming out of our pocket. Yeah, we walked on the streets like, oh, hey, we dropped some exciting news. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll roll that out as we go. Well, it's good things happening at the Kenosha Harbor Market. Kenosha's original there we Harbor go. Market. Is the market going to bring back some of the chef demos that was done in the past? Are you guys do anything like that again? Perhaps. Oh. It's in discussion. Is, is that maybe one of the surprises you can't talk about? It's, it's one of the, the points of discussion that there's obviously more hoops to jump through mm-hmm. safety wise right. with, with doing a food demonstration right now. 
Um, it's something we're working on, some ideas, and one of the many ideas we're kicking around. Can you give us a couple of those other ideas real quick? A I gave a couple. I, we ah. wel- we're welcoming back the, the, the bookmobile and, and the blood center vehicle. Very cool. Uh, I know you used to do the indoor market. Are you planning on possibly bringing that back after uh, October 30th when you close up the outdoor? That's the plan. Ooh. That's the plan. We're going to go back to your round. And again, as is the answer with everything, well, why didn't you have a winter market? It was COVID. Oh, we yeah, we yeah. just yeah. lost my dad. It was one of those. Yeah. How How can we responsibly and reasonably and safely do an event okay. like that. And where will this be located at? <laughs> Still working you on it. You, you don't know by now that no. I, I keep things very <laughs> close to the chest here. Will it be in the older location that you did it a few years ago or are you moving on? You can give me that, right? I can't, I, I can't right. give you anything. Ah. I'll tell you this. It'll be in Kenosha. Oh, oh perfect. That's right. Yeah, well, it ties, yeah. it ties in with the name. Great. It does. It will be in K-Town. <laughs> no. People can connect There we with go. It there K-Town. we go. I like that. Here's a question for you. The city renamed 6th Avenue after Mike Bjorn. Um, and your dad was such an icon in this town. Do you think they'll rename 2nd Avenue after him? Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. I wouldn't want uh, anything renamed after anyone. Um, the, the street already has an honorary name, and I would never dream of that being taken away. And as far as any other memorial to mm-hmm. him in the city, I, I defer all of that to my mom. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. It's um, she, she's she's made decisions, <laughs> tough decisions, easy decisions, sentimental decisions, all of them the right ones because they were hers. And for that one, entirely up to her if she wants to pursue anything with that. It would be a great way to pay some more tribute to them. And that's the Kenosha Harbor Market. They are located on 2nd Avenue and 56th Street in beautiful downtown Kenosha. They will be open May 8th till October 30th for the outdoor market every Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., rain or shine. What if there's like a hurricane warning or something? (laughs) It doesn't say rain or shine or hurricane. Right. right, right. It doesn't not say that either. Um, (laughs) If the weather is dangerous. We do close down. Yeah, it's just yeah. sprinkling, like misting, like yeah. you can do by the lake. No big deal. High wind, thunderstorms. Use some common sense, right? Right. It, <laughs> there's a lot of common sense that goes on there. <laughs> good, like, good. would you want to be outside having a picnic? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right. And then you can find them at KenoshaHarborMarket.com. And um, you know what? This is a good time to take our second break. All right. And we'll be right back with more. The Pine Blossom is a boutique shop in downtown Kenosha, filled with treasures for every taste. Local art, stylish clothing, gifts, home decor, homemade jewelry, upcycled furniture, and more. Stop on by 5925 6th Avenue A. They're open Thursday and Friday, 11 to 5, Saturday 10 to 4, Sunday 11 to 3. Check them out. The Pine Blossom in downtown Kenosha. Dave and Tina Chapman purchased The Letter Machine in 2002 and has been family-owned and operated for 33 years. Their main focus is embroidery, screen printing, and other ways to make your business name known. They love working with the customers to help them achieve a look that represents their business properly at a cost that will work within their budget. That's The Letter Machine, 720 50th Street. Find them online at thelettermachine.com. And we're back from another great break. It was a great break. We it, got to hear all the dirty stuff that they yeah, couldn't talk about. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They told us so much good, good, great stuff. Told well, us all those surprises that they're. they're I would back be. up and say we dish dirt rather than dirty stuff. Oh, like we're you, talking about go. things that don't have anything to do with the market. We well, know. maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> He's a true PR guy. This guy. <laughs> Why don't you give a plug to your business real quick, Gary? My business. Thank you, Donnie. My uh, my uh, public relations firm is Roar. Uh, that is found at weroar.la, where you can find it. It's called .la because I still do some work for the film industry. Talked earlier about how I moved back to Kenosha from elsewhere. It was Hollywood that I moved back. So I'm a guy who moved back from Hollywood, California, to his hometown in Kenosha, wow. Wisconsin. I can tell you. What do you think makes a guy do that? Just Well, probably all that time in Hollywood. Probably yeah, a woman. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It's love, man. That was it. That was it. Now my wife. Hi, Kelly. Oh, so sweet. I want to meet her. Well, now we all can. Fantastic. She gets her second shot on Friday. All Wonderful. right. All right. So uh, we're going to do our Quick Connects. And Quick Connects is brought to you by Washed Out, a locally owned hair product. From the suit and tie businessman to the motorhead leather jacket rocker, Washed Out is loved by those seeking the best hair products at an affordable price. 
If you want that great me, Donnie Stankato, look, visit washedouthairus.bigcartel.com for details. Nailed it. Wow, that was good, except as a guy who's completely bald, I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure you guys are great washed out hair care, but I, I just can't feel it because I have no hair. All right, so we're do some quick connects questions here with Andrea and Gary. First question, Andrea, who's your favorite famous Kenoshan? Oh, I actually like watching old episodes of Hill Street Blues. Okay. So Daniel Trevante. All right, nice. Yeah. Gary? Orson Welles. Orson Welles, all right. Ooh. What is your favorite streaming service? I actually really enjoy Hulu. Mm. HBO Max, oh, baby. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Chance to see all those movies I can't see in the theater in my house. <laughs> Love it. So then what are you guys watching currently? Hulu is often used to stream children's shows oh. in my house. <laughs> okay. I also try catching up on a few TV shows. Well, I'm I, I'm doing a little bit of exercise a few times a week, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> Gary? This is going to sound, it's, it's not going to sound really boring. People are going to think it's really boring, but my wife, Kelly, and I love watching Shark Tank. Love oh, Shark okay. Tank. All right. What's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, goodness. I'm going to pass on this one. I'm okay. not, a, like, asking me that one. I am so not in that mindset. I'll defer to Gary since he's the, the Hollywood. Yeah. The Godfather. All right. Oh, it's a good one. Ooh. First Godfather. You bet. Besides the Kenosha Harbor Market, what is your favorite annual Kenosha event? I actually really enjoy the Holy Rosary Festival. Mm, that's it's, a great one. It is the church that my grandparents got married at, the church that my parents got married at, and the church that I got married at. Oh. My mom grew up across the street. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's the family church festival in August. Well, I'm, I go to that one quite a bit. Which one's Holy Rosary? I get my churches confused. The one on 22nd. 20th. By Lenses? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a great cool. one. That's a great one. Whether music, TV, or film, what is your guiltiest guilty pleasure? It's a good one. I order a bit too much takeout. Okay. Right. <laughs> I do. <laughs> On nights when we run out of food from my mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's maybe a little bit too much DoorDash going on. All right. Okay. That's a good one. That, that is an excellent one. What's my guiltiest guilty pleasure? My my guiltiest guilty pleasure is probably a- Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Shopping, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, oh yeah, one click and there yeah, it is. I, so yeah, that gets me in trouble as yeah. well. Amen. All right, worst job you ever had? Oh, I answered phones at a pizza place that isn't open anymore, oh. and it started on Sunday mornings during Packer season. Oh, you can imagine oh. how much fun that was. Brutal. <laughs> oh, mine. Third shift desk clerk at the Super 8 Motel <laughs> out by I-94. Oh, that's the one where they find the dead bodies and stuff, right? Yeah, that, yeah it, that was not <laughs> a good Now we just yeah. have to get you back on to do the show. We can just have a whole hour about you talking about that job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that may not be enough time to contain it. <laughs> All right, favorite park in Kenosha? have to go with harbor park the mm-hmm. the entire expanse of that being having that walking path right along the lake oh yeah it's it's just it's, it's beyond beautiful mm-hmm. the entire lakefront every park along the lake has something different to offer true all of it good yeah wow that's a far better answer than mine <laughs> um mine I, I don't even know what it's called now what uh, uh the uh, kingfish play what's it called kingfish stadium what's that called? it's still it's simmons field simmons it's still field. simmons field yeah. Yeah. yeah simmons field i mean i played baseball there when i was a kid so wow okay Favorite pizza place in Kenosha? I'm going to go with Villa de Carlo. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Luigi's Baby. Hey, right. 6565. <laughs> Stuck in my head for almost 50 years. All right, I got to ask this one. Ranch with your pizza? Not since college. Okay. No. <laughs> I might dip a crust in it if oh, the crust is just there, but there you I'm go. not going to dip my pizza in it. Okay. No. Good. <laughs> Which now closed Kenosha business do you wish you could bring back? There, there are a handful of them. Mm-hmm. You can't just pick one. I, I, I'm excited that Blue Popper is coming because I actually went there as a kid. So I, I'm excited that there is that reincarnation of mm-hmm. the business. Several of the businesses downtown, I remember, gosh, Phillips Glass Shop, right. Gimbal's downtown. Any of those would be fun to explore again. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to throw back way to my childhood near my house in the era of dime stores, but Wilson's dime store oh. near my house where you could get penny candy. Was that town and country? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah. They had the parrots back there. Yep. Oh, I hated those oh, birds. We used to make that parrot say all <laughs> oh, kinds of I hate that bird. <laughs> 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 all right. What is your go-to karaoke song? 
Oh, I got to hear this. I'm excited to hear this. I Andrea. will survive. Oh, there may have been drinking involved at a friend's <laughs> bachelorette party. Can you give us a little? Oh, I no knew way. going to do that. That was nope. excellent. For me, and I actually won when lip sync contests were all the rage in the 80s. I won a lip sync contest singing (laughs) this song or or lip syncing this song, but it's Frank Sinatra theme from New York, New York. That is my, and I've, I've, I've I've karaoke'd that more times than anybody cares to hear. Beatles or the Rolling Stones? Hmm. Rolling Stones. Beatles every day and twice on Sunday. Wow. Last one. Big star or the spot? They say the spot. Yeah. The spot. You bet. All right. All right. There we go. Well, that was our quick next brought to you by Washed Out, a locally owned hair product. And you can find them at washedouthairus.bigcartel.com for details. (laughs) So what time is it? It's time for trivia. And trivia is brought to you by Coming Up Roses Cleaning and Organizing. For a professional experience at an affordable price, contact Coming up roses for your home or office needs. No job is too big. No job is too small. Search Coming Up Roses on Facebook or give them a call at 262-748-6978 to see what they can do for you. That's Coming Up Roses, cleaning and organizing. I've been wanting to read that forever and you always steal it from me. <laughs> because I've mastered it. <laughs> and now it's time for our trivia segment where we pit the knowledge of our guests against Mr. Donnie Stancato. And off air earlier, you were mentioning kind of what Donnie's record is, roughly. I think we're at two and thirty-five. I, I, I kind of think I have three somewhere in there. Okay, but I know I've beat uh, my friend Sarah, who owns Wink Beauty Boutique, and I also beat the mayor at Mash Trivia. Okay, so you're two for thirty-five. Which is kind of like a Kyle Schwarber batting. Yes. Okay. So if somebody wants to pay me a couple million, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) So I was trying to think of something after, you know, 30 some episodes, kind of hard to cope with new trivia, but I saw that you had your degree in molecular biology. I'm going to be no help here. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure how, how much you remember, but I have found biology trivia. Oh, boy. And this is from UsefulTrivia.com. You're saying, oh, boy. So oh, have, <laughs> really, I'm out. I'm an English major. I'm, I'm done. So if you have any problems, uh, you can contact UsefulTrivia.com, not me, over these I'm questions. I'm going to look them up right now. But there are five questions for each of you. You two are a team, so you can okay, good. team up. Take it away, Andrea. <laughs> and we're going to start with Donnie so you guys can see what's going on. This is okay. multiple choice. Oh, I got a chance. Yeah. I did look up molecular biology trivia at first, and there was some on the online. But I was looking through it, and there were so many words that I could not pronounce. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, I gotta find something a little more basic here. So I just found just general biology. So they would here. think you were Donnie, yeah. you were saying words yeah. you couldn't yeah. pronounce. Thank God, yeah. you, thank God you do this segment. All right, Donnie. What is the scientific term for the production of light by living organisms? Is it synergy, photosynthesis? Bioluminescence or luminary effervescence? B. Photosynthesis? Yes. That is incorrect. It is a bioluminescence. Mm, that was my other guess. I thought, it was, I thought it was that too. Many plants and animals are capable of producing visible light. The scientific term is bioluminescence. Well, all right. Did you know that one, Andrea? I did. She did. She's going to know all of these. Yep. She's going to skunk us. <sighs> Should I just not give her multiple choice? Or skunk choices? you, because I, <laughs> yeah. I get yeah, to ride her coattails <laughs> here. So. Andrea, what is the most common element in the human body? Is it hydrogen, oxygen, calcium, or carbon? That would be carbon. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. No. Oxygen is the most common element in the human body, making up almost 63% of the average human, followed by carbon, 19%. Hydrogen, 9%, and nitrogen, 5%. I'm sorry. I, I leaned over and whispered that in her ear, <laughs> no. and that's why we got it wrong. That's what a good board member does. <laughs> You're just right. being nice to me. <laughs> UsefulTrivia.com. Just, just saying. All right, no score, Donnie. All right. Whew. What human organ cleans 50 gallons of blood every day? Is it the heart, the stomach, kidneys, or liver? Kidneys. You are right. Ooh. Your kidneys filter 50 gallons of blood every day, producing about 1.5 liters of urine. Hmm. Yeah, that's Donnie true. knows his urine. What can Donnie's I say? Up. <laughs> I'm European. Andrea, do you know your fish? Fish, not so much, but let's have fun. Unlike most other fish, sharks have no what? Heart, liver, gills, or bones? 
Hmm. Gary, you want to chime in? (laughs) (laughs) This isn't really a biology question. Is this? Well, not yeah. human biology. Okay. I, I, I would say bones, but I'd probably be wrong. I'm going to go with bones. And you would be right. Yay! Look at us. Unlike most other fish, a shark has no bones. Its skeleton is made of cartilage. No bones about that. Huh, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> oh. So we got a tie game. All right. Okay, here we go. Donnie? I'm ready. How many gallons of water can a baobab tree store in its trunk? Is it 3,200, 320, 32, or 32,000? 320. Incorrect. The explorer David Livingstone described the baobab as having an upside-down appearance because of its massive trunk, which can attain a circumference of more than 82 feet and store up to 32,000 gallons of water. Wow. Fascinating. I have to say, that was a really esoteric question. (laughs) (laughs) Question for the Harbor Market. Our chance to go ahead. Number three. What illness accounted for 40% of U.S. military casualties during World War I? Was it syphilis, gangrene, influenza, or smallpox? World War II, you said? World War I. World War I. Is it gangrene? I'm sorry, it's not. It's the flu. No, oh. I was going to be wrong, too. Remember the 1919 flu? Smallpox. Oh. The flu killed 43,000 American smallpox. servicemen mobilized for World War Gangrene's I. guess, though. We got a tight game here. Well, what can I say? I know my biology. Do you? Urine. So <laughs> you know your a, urine. You got that so one. Is that 1-1 one, one here? <laughs> yep, let's do this. Question number four for Donnie. Which organ do insects not have? A brain? Stomach? Lungs or heart? Brain. Wrong. It is lungs. Insect respiration is accomplished without lungs. In most cases, air is taken in through openings on the side of the abdomen and thorax called spiracles and transported directly to tissue cells using tracheal tubes. Ooh. I'm sure our listeners are just falling asleep right Andrea. now. <laughs> Andrea knew that, by the way. Ah. You, you get the biology questions and I know the answer to <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrea. Hey. And Gary. (laughs) What living animal has the heaviest brain? The sperm whale, the African bush elephant, the black rhinoceros, or a human? Hmm. You're going to go with the sperm whale. You would be right. All right. right. Sperm whales have the heaviest brain of any living animal. That's my partner. Mm. The average sperm whale's brain weighs more than 20 pounds, which is four times heavier than the average and five times heavier than Donnie's. I was going to make some kind of sperm joke there. I I knew you were. I was was thinking. The the moment that was the answer, I thought I regretted making the the, uh, urine crack at you. All right, Donnie, you just want to tie it up. Okay, let's do it. Which of the following has more bones? Mm. A teenager? An adult? A baby? Or it's a trick question. They're all the same. They're all the same. Incorrect. (laughs) A baby has more bones. As they grow, some of the bones fuse together. Oh, okay. I did not know that. So Andrea and Gary are winners, but they have one more question. We can answer just for fun here. We can just call it whatever we want, then. This is good. C. (laughs) This one is very interesting. Not really. What is (laughs) What is the scientific term for an apparent throwback characteristic of an organism that reveals a trait of an earlier ancestor? Mm. Is it commensalism, dormancy, meiosis, or atavism? Let's pick the one that you said the the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the meiosis? Yeah. No, it's atavism. Okay. Is an apparent throwback characteristic of an organism that reveals a trait of an earlier ancestor? Look at that. Examples of activism include hind legs on whales, teeth in chickens, and colorblindness in humans. Mm, Fascinating. Look at that. Donnie, you're two for 36. Well, I mean, I I got a good thing going by losing. Harbor Market (laughs) has won our trivia against Donnie, and you win our big prize, which is a bottle of Lou Perini's water. You may take that home, and you may... Put that up on the mantle at the Harbor Market and say, I won this beating Donnie Stancato at Trivia. Yes. I mean. It's a major award. Yes. It's a major award. You've won it. All right. Before we sign off, let's do one last thank you to our sponsors out there. All right. Thank you to Blue Collar Tavern. To Captain Mike's. Union Park Tavern. Lucci's Grandview. The Pine Blossom. The Lottery Machine. Lou Perini's Gas and Grocery. Why do I keep butchering that? Lou Perini's. 
<laughs> Coming up, roses. Washed out hair products. Frank's Diner. Faded Barbershop for Men. And Lulubers. Oh, thank you all so much. And thank you both for coming in. So once again, the Kenosha Harbor Market starts May 8th and will be running till October 30th. They're going to be open every Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're located at 2nd Avenue and 56th Street in beautiful downtown Kenosha. If you head towards the museum, you'll run right in. Right it. there. You can't miss it. It's been there forever. It's the, the original. trolley comes right by there, too. Yeah, hop on so the trolley. If, go if right it's down too there, busy, yeah. they can park in that new parking structure downtown. Hop on the trolley. Trolley bring it right down, right in front. Drop you off right there. But you were going to say something. You said the original one? It's the original market in Kenosha. Go. And thank you guys so much. We really look forward to see what you guys can do this year after the horrible COVID situation. Mm-hmm. And the Harbor Market is going to be rocking and rolling. I'll definitely be there with my boy. Absolutely. So I'll see you guys there. All right. Thank you so much. And Jason, that was a pretty fun episode, huh? Great episode, Donnie. I'm trying to figure out what we what? are doing on this show, though. What, what are we doing? Uh, I don't know. What are we doing? Uh, we are connecting Kenosha. There you go. <laughs> I'm from Kenosha, I say Kenosha, that great big busy town. Right in the middle of the USA, between the New York Harbor and the San Francisco Bay. I'm from Kenosha, say Kenosha, that great big busy town. <laughs> yeah. This is in Kenosha? <laughs>